It's that time. Hey, Mitch. Mitchie. Mitchie, Mitchie, Mitchie. We're looking for you, pal. Mitch Sherman from The Athletic. Talking Big Red. Unleash the fury, Mitch. Unleash the fury! On Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, it's Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark. We welcome in Mitch Sherman with The Athletic at Mitch Sherman. On Twitter is where you follow him. Mitch, how we doing? Are you out uh, chipping away with uh, the, the weather out there? Are you uh, hunkered down doing some uh, some work? Oh, some of both. I'm not. I'm not chipping away like chipping away with the the pitching wedge. Is yeah, that what you mean or like I, I, at the yeah, ice? Yeah, are you at the bottom of my driveway? Which, no, which no. Is I, well, more specific. I, you, I do need to be specific in this time of year. Uh, not the ice chipper, but the uh, the wedge is what I was asking. <sighs> No, I, that's that's uh, no, there's there's still plenty of white stuff uh, on the course as I can view it um, out my back window. So no, I'm I'm uh, not doing that right now. That would be that would be pretty hardcore though. I, if you if you hit the ball into a snowdrift, uh, good luck. <laughs> you just drop one. You play OJ golf. You carry an right. extra ball and you're. Right. You, you don't keep a, a snow wedge with you in your golf bag. Yeah. I'm just not. I'm not that. I'm not that into golf. I'm actually. <laughs> I'm, actually I'm actually really not that into golf. Period. But certainly not so much that I would. Uh, I would have a snow a snow wedge. No. Well, we were discussing before we uh, we went to break. Uh, Dylan Riola and uh, his task in Lincoln and, and just some of the excitement. But we had a. a question come into the stream about his ranking drop in on three and Mitch maybe you know a little bit better than, than we do uh, when it comes to the the ranking setup and system and listen you have three main services that, that do recruiting you have ESPN you have on three you have rivals for 24-7 so they all put time and effort in when it comes to, to, to ranking these guys but uh, a lot of the other places have, you know, Dylan top three, top four, and you saw a drop, and we're trying to answer that. Our our response was, you know, he's in Lincoln. It doesn't matter anymore. It definitely doesn't matter when uh, the ranking goes down after the letter of intent is signed. And I mean, he's a he's a college he's a college student as of as of last week. So whatever his high school prospect, or he, he, I don't, I, it, unless unless I'm mistaken, he didn't play any high school games last week. No, he did not. Um, you know, maybe maybe his ranking dropped uh, based on his performance in the Polynesian Bowl, but I didn't see anything in that game that would have precipitated a um, a ranking drop. I I don't you know I don't know. Um, I don't mean to uh, mm-hmm. to discount it because the the analysts who rank prospects they do a lot of work, and you know someone at on three thought that that he deserved to take a dip for whatever reason. And, and that's fine. It's not the majority opinion. Uh, the majority opinion is that he's a five-star player and he's, he's a top, uh, you know, a, a top two to three quarterback in the country in this class, if not higher. I mean, certainly there have been opinions that are more prevalent and more widespread that he's not just a top two to three quarterback in this class, that, that he has the potential to be a generational kind of talent with, with his arm and, and his physicality and size and, and maturity um, and attitude that he's bringing into college. So there's going to be varying opinions on anybody. I mean, you could look at C.J. Stroud after his rookie year, and, and, and someone could come up with the opinion that, it, that he's a flash in the pan probably. I don't 
know that the majority of people would agree with that, and, and we'll see what time what what plays out over time. That's no different than it is with Raiola, and and, and there is you know, a lot of uncertainty with anyone who comes into college. You know, very few players, and I'd say even especially at the quarterback position, come in as a, a certainty. Like, you know what you're going to get out of that guy. And, um, you know, it's, I, I think it's, it's, it's fine to think whatever you want to think as an analyst. You can find reasons to prop a player's ranking up, or you can find reasons if you want to downgrade someone, you know, based off of uh, a few throws. So I don't know what the situation is with on threes analysts and why they're outliers in um, in the Dylan Rayola uh, assessment. But I, I don't, I honestly don't think it matters. So, so from what I hear for you, you don't believe this is anything nefarious. This is not on three has a vendetta against Nebraska, which I've heard from some Husker fans on social media as of late. I mean, we're always going to be quick to jump to conspiracy. The conspiracy theories are, are going to come out in, a, in any kind of a. <laughs> Any kind of a situation. I mean, it's just, I, I, I have no idea. Um, I, I, I would check with the uh, with on three on that one. I, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know of any uh, vendetta that the company has against Nebraska. I'm not, I'm not aware of it. But um, you know, if it exists, they would have to be the ones to, to uh, reveal that. Mitch Sherman's with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. Mitch, a story you put out on the Athletic. You, you've got more and more. Uh, kids and uh, high-level talent in the Metro uh, seeing uh, big-time programs come in. That's Auburn, that's Florida, that's, that's Penn State, uh, you, you know, Big Ten. And it's, it's uh, another spring and it's another uh, destination spot, Omaha, right, for uh, some of the, uh, the Metro talent for programs not named Nebraska. Yeah, there's two, you know, four-star talents. Well, three, you can include Tyson Terry, in that group, but he's been committed long, for a long time to Nebraska, so he's not going to bring in the same kind of attention from programs all over the country. The de- defensive lineman out of Omaha North, but I think if Tyson Terry was uncommitted, he would be getting the same kind of, of recruiting attention that you're seeing with Christian Jones, the linebacker at Omaha West Side, and and then the latest to really rise is Chase Lofton, the tight end, formerly of Elkhorn North, who's landed at Millard South. He wants the opportunity to be able to play in Class A as a senior, which is understandable. And, and play, you know, measure himself against the Omaha West Sides and Bellevue Wests um, of the of this state. And you know, not just that, but but at Millard South, where you have um, a standout quarterback in the class of 2026, Jet Tamala, um, and then a couple other pass catchers in uh, Marion Jackson and Isaac Jensen. Jensen, um, another tight end, just picked up an offer from Nebraska. He has an offer from Iowa State. Um, so there's four of them in that class. They're going to open the season in 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 the fall. Um, at Basha High School in, in Chandler, Arizona, which is the school uh, we were just talking about Dylan Raiola, the school that beat Dylan Raiola's Chandler High two times in, um, in Dylan's junior season. So it's a nationally respected program, was ranked in the top 50 in, in max preps last season uh, and, and consistently ranks among the best in Arizona. So Ty Wisdom, the coach at Millard South, is taking his guys down to Phoenix to start the season, and they're going to get a return trip in the senior year for Tamala, Jensen, uh, and Jackson when, when Lofton's off at school um, from Basha to come up and play at, at Buell Stadium in, in 2025, which will be a pretty cool thing for, for high school football in the state of Nebraska. Yeah, what does that say to you about just the national 
opinion about high school football in the state of Nebraska. We've seen it with basketball in recent years with some national powers coming into the state and taking on some of Nebraska's top programs. Starting to see that now with football, too. What does that tell you about the, the national perception of the players that Nebraska high school football has? I think the national perception is behind what the what the what the reality of it is. And you can look at the past couple of classes and you know, per capita Nebraska a state with one point eight million people is putting out twelve to fifteen power five prospects a year. You know, if you if if you go up to twenty million people like you have in in Texas or Florida or, or, or even beyond that, you're talking, you know, in, in obviously uh Ten to fifteen times more prospects per capita. Nebraska is doing pretty well, and I don't think that the that the um, the state has received the kind of the respect that it deserves for the high school football that it's playing right now. I, I think there's there are observers of high school football and recruiting nationally who still look at Nebraska um, high school football and the prospects in the state like it's. 2013 or 2014 when you might have one two three power five prospects come out of the state in a year that's that's no longer happening i mean there's quarterbacks um that are coming out almost every year and this is a result of of the work that steve warren is doing at the warren academy and that others are doing in their training but the warren academy is is just is is essential is huge in the development of these players as college prospects all four of the guys at miller south um who are being looked at here this month and and receiving offers were products of the uh, of the Warren Academy, you know, along with guys like Danny Kalin, Zane Flores, and Thomas Fedoni, and and the list can can just go on. Um, you know, this this game that Miller South plays at at Basha um, next fall um, is not necessarily a result of rising respect for for high school football in the state of Nebraska. It's because Ty Wisdom, the coach at Miller South. Um, spent several years in the Phoenix area and was a head coach at two high schools and, and befriended the, the, the coach at, at Basha and, and has traveled down there to watch his team play when, when, you know, when he's had off weekends uh, in the Metro. And, and so they have a relationship, and that's, that's why this thing was struck. I hope that because of it, there's more awareness about the level of play in Nebraska and that other things, you know, other series like that can, can happen. It's, it's only good for the exposure of, of the players in the programs in the state and can, and can, you know, can help land land guys uh, at spots like we're seeing come into the Metro and, and recruit a, a player like Chase Lofton here this month. Mitch Lofton was at SC last weekend. He's visiting mm-hmm. Alabama. So, I mean, those are some heavyweight names. Kristen Jones, of course, the, the linebacker from Westside, not only Nebraska, but the who's who of the SEC and, well, the Big Ten are, are after him. Two big time prospects. They got about a minute and a half. You know, how do you, as you look at it, where's Nebraska in the race for these two? I think Nebraska's in the position that it wants to be for both of them right now. I mean, you'd like to have these guys committed, but it's not realistic to expect the players with that many options are going to commit this early unless you've just got a slam dunk situation. You know, with Christian Jones, um, he has a bunch of teammates from West Side. Um, in, in the last few classes who've ended up at Nebraska, I mean, you're looking at Jalen Lloyd, Tristan Alvano, and Caleb Benning. Um, those guys are going to help Nebraska recruit Christian Jones to, uh, to, to Lincoln, but he has, he has all kinds of options, as you mentioned. And you know, his dad played uh, at, at Nebraska, so that's a, that's a, a factor, too, I think, with the, with the, the family. Um, and, and with Lofton, um, we'll see. It's, it's a little early. His brother's at Kansas State as a tight end, Braden Lofton, and the Wildcats are a factor in addition to all the other teams that you mentioned. So when you've got SC and, and Bama knocking on your door, and we'll, and we'll see, those programs have not offered, um, mm-hmm. but, the, but Penn State, Florida State, 
um, Missouri, uh, many others have have offered. Auburn offered him last week. Um, you know, I, I think more offers are going to come for Chase Lofton. Um, and he was at Nebraska for a junior day with those Millard South teammates just a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, I think what Nebraska's doing is impressing all of these kids, but they're going to have to continue to recruit those guys, especially those two, really hard to, uh, to again, win the, uh, the recruiting battles for the top players in their own state. Mitch, uh, about 10 seconds. What's coming up from you on The Athletic, bud? Uh, we'll see. You know, still working through this week. It's a busy time in recruiting, so I'm sure I'll have some more content in the in that area but um you know as um as we know this is not the uh, the busiest time of year for for what's going on uh on the on the um on the practice field or anything like that so we'll see what stories pop up here over the next few days sounds good mitch thanks for the time appreciate you jumping in all right thanks a lot guys there he is mitch sherman with us from the athletic at mitch sherman on twitter open phones here till five with hail varsity